guys, welcome to the show, another episode, episode is this 176, before we get started I just want to dedicate this episode to my uncle Paul who just passed away and my one of my best friends in the world Sue Ellen, her dog, her golden doodle Maggie passed away as well, um, both are loved and uh, this episode is just going to be a dedication to you. It's just an episode, but I figured I'd just give them some pleasantries. So let's get into the episode, guys. Thank you again. Hey. All right, everybody. We are back again, um, live from the apartment. And I am, uh, it's a rainy day, so you may hear rain in the background. Um, bullets here, sleeping on the couch. And our next guest, I, I found usually how I usually find them, same website. But um, you know, I saw he was really into some cool things, and, and uh, I was just very uh, curious about um, how he does his show and just who he is and what he brings to the table. And he just seems like a really good guy. And so uh, we're going to uh, pro- cross promote at some point. We'll do each other's shows. And, you know, it's always good. You support each other, and that's always like. For me, the biggest thing is is trying to bring people with disabilities together because I, f- I feel like we're so far apart from each other. And we don't support each other enough, as I've stressed many times. And uh, I don't really care what your condition is, whether it's you know invisible or not. Um, we should just really have each other's back and just be a more uh, you know inclusive, but also um, connected community. Um, so yeah, buddy, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Tell us your name. Yeah, sure. So, hello, everyone. My name is Sam Mitchell, and I run the podcast Autism Rocks and Rolls, and it is a podcast about autism and how we cope with daily struggles that you may or may not understand. I've ran since October 2019. Some of my biggest guests are Dr. Temple Grandin and Mick Foley. Through the podcast, it's grown so much that we've developed a nonprofit with the Board of Eight, sponsors, events in Indiana, which is where I'm from, and speaking engagements. I've spoken in Oklahoma, Orlando, Canada, Stewart, Florida, and Washington, D.C. That's really cool. How'd you get Mick Foley? I, some wrestling, I was on a wrestling podcast called the ANC, and they loved my knowledge with wrestling so much that they decided to set it up for me. Yeah, that's cool. He he's always seems like a nice guy. He is. He is. I'll tell you from personal experience. Yeah. He's a nice guy. But I'll just promote this, too. Why not? Because it'll probably be out very soon. It's not out yet, but that's the, this is the next episode coming out. I've recently also had WWE Hall of Famer, the Devil's Favorite Demon, Kane. Oh, there you go. Good for you. Thank you. Um, what's uh, okay? Well, what is like the subject matter of your podcast? Um, well, the subject is autism and mental health. I do a lot of like talking about autism behavior. Sometimes I'll do interviews with celebrities or people who I think are amazing. Okay. And then there are occasions where I'll compare something to autism. I've compared an airplane to autism, Scooby-Doo to autism out of everything, and a video game I played a lot, which is Red Dead Redemption to autism. Sure. Okay. Interesting. Now, um, when you have like wrestlers on or celebrities, is there a conversation about mental health and autism, or is it just you're a fanboy and you just want to have them on and talk to them? Um, no, there's, there's got to be a reason. So, a lot of times, the subject is autism or mental health, kindness, because we like to promote kindness, too, in our podcast and our nonprofit. 
And then we also have, you just have to have a story, too. Like, Al Snow saved a person in Destin, Florida. That's enough for me. Gotcha. Oh, fair enough. I just was curious. Um, and how old are you now? 21. 21, okay. Um, so, I, mean, I always ask this for people who have different disabilities and things. Like, how early on did you kind of know you were you're different than from, from other people? Well, I kind of observed it at an early age. But, unfortunately, I didn't know why until I was six. I was read a book. And I'm the type of person I've always been like this, too, is cut to the chase, quit him high around, just tell me how it is, end of, or, end of story, thank you. And I was like, okay, because the more I was reading this, I knew what she was trying to tell me. I'm like, I got this, don't I? This is what you're trying to tell me. Yeah. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, great, because my life made sense more. I was like, this is the reason why I talk about pro wrestling for 24 hours. This is the reason why I don't like wet t-shirts on myself and i still don't to this day okay yeah you find things and you you obsess about it like there's, there's always been like a little missing piece of why you are the way you are and it actually in a way kind of was a positive thing because it made you understand your life a little better yeah but you said missing piece i'm trying to promote why is it a missing piece and i'm not trying to bash what you said i get why people think that yeah and i have kind of convinced it but I just don't get why it is a missing piece. And don't we think a little differently can change the world sometimes and make it a little better? Look at the past. Albert Einstein changed the world with math. Look at these people in the Special Olympics. <clears throat> yeah. No, I just meant as far as it was the missing piece for you to figure out what was going on with you at that point in time. But the uh, more the more you spread I awareness. Yeah. Hey, I was adding on to the conversation. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, no, no. But, I mean, it, it's good that you think very deep about it because I'm, I'm one of those people that thinks outside the box with a lot of different things. And I have friends that'll say, well, you think too much. And I'm like, no, I don't think I think enough. Like you have to think more and you have to put yourself in different headspaces to understand, especially what other people are going through. Like, you know, for you and I to, to get, understand each other, we don't completely understand each other's disabilities. You have an autism, me having a visual impairment, but it doesn't mean we can't have some sort of understanding if we just listen to each other, talk to each other and, try to understand and um yeah exactly i agree i mean i could learn probably from you i mean i don't know what your interests are to a t and i'm not trying to say no care granted but that's just again your life your story but you could probably educate me on some of your interests right now if i requested it sure i mean i i'm not as big into wrestling as i used to be but i i do have a decent knowledge of wrestling so i mean you know um yeah, and I've always into. I mean, I had a guy on who was, uh, he he was he had a, I believe he was autistic, but he he wrestled um, in Japan and did some things. He, he's more on unknown circuit, but he, um, yeah, and I him and I just talked about wrestling most of the podcast because that's what he was into and that's what he did for a living. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have plenty of different things I'm into, and and that's the thing. I think that's part of the the problem with the world in general is that we're so close minded to what other people are going through. And we try so hard to separate ourselves to try to figure out how we're different and not really look at the similarities that we have. And the fact that if we are different, why are those things actually cool? I mean, how come, you know, how come they're so cool and not the fact that it's, it's a negative. Yeah. And I question it sometimes. I mean, my dad doesn't like bananas. I mean, why do you not like bananas? First of all, and, I make fun for it, clearly, 
you know, because I, I do bully people, but I'm not like a mean spirited bully. Mm-hmm. I, I play around people. That's just how I am. But who cares if he doesn't like bananas? More for me, right? Yeah, exactly. But again, like that, I'm, I'm always fascinated about like even the most negative things. Like I've seen people who are just whatever they have racist tendencies or whatever. And they, they, they're online. They're posting why they don't like something. I even want to see like why they think the way they do. Just not because I want to be convinced because I want to be like that. I just want to see how we get to where we get to at some point, whether it's positive or negative, because I like to learn. And I think we shun, you know, I think it's easier to say from a person with a disabilities perspective, but I like to see how people work and I like to, I don't judge people. I'm not quick to just write someone off based on something they did or how they look. Um, and I think that's important because, you know, I, so many people judge from afar and they just immediately write people off because this is, nope, nope, they can't do this or they can do this and, and I don't want to be a part of it. And it's like, no, give people a chance, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't give a crap what you look like. I mean, I know we've been taught in society to stay away from certain people with labels. One example is people with tattoos. People with tattoos are labeled as dangerous or strong, rough, husky. You know, there's some out there probably like that, granted, but part of it is BS because maybe, you know, they got these tattoos and they have a mohawk. Have you talked to the person? Yeah, I mean, I, I just interviewed a guy who did 20 years in prison. He's tatted from head to toe, and now he, he went to jail for a crime he committed when he was 14, um, and he really regrets it. And he got out 20 years later, and now he owns two businesses, has kids and a wife, and he's thriving in life, and he's a much different person. But when you look at him, he's like, oh, my God, this guy is going to kill me. But he really is a sweet person. That's what I was going to say. Who cares? Yeah. What you like, or your belief. I mean, the only rule is belief is you can't harm anyone, period. I mean, if you believe in being a bank robber, we got a problem. Yeah. But uh, in like opposite gender, or you believe in the fact that African Americans are made better than the white male for whatever reason, or you believe that fool's better than going to a bar at your house. I mean, whatever the case is, it's not harming. Yeah. You know how it goes. It's like the media and social media. Like, it's ways to keep us, like, really divided from each other. It's it's a lot of, you know, bullshit smoke that they put in the way so that we can't just actually get along and agree and look at the similarities that we do have from each other. We, we're, we're so, we have to constantly look at why that person is so different and why they're, they're, they're lesser than or, or whatever how they're not equal, shit like that. None of it makes any sense. And there are things that people, are, you know, we're not equal at, but it doesn't necessarily make that a bad thing either. It's like, I don't look at you because you have more vision than me and go, oh my God, he's better than me or he's worse than me, anything. Like it doesn't, none of that shit matters. It's not relevant whatsoever. But you have to have, you have to go through some real life experience. You have to be around other cultures and, you've had to really experience some things in life to understand that because most people kind of, there's a lot of people, I shouldn't say most, but some people tend to sit where they live and they don't go any further than two towns over and they don't really assimilate with other cultures or, or communities and they just think what whatever, you know, they copy and paste whatever the news tells them. Yeah, they're not willing maybe to go to Chinatown in California and learn about Chinese culture. Now that'd be something I'd be willing to do 
but I'm not going to China. Let's put it that way. Sure, fair enough. Um, so, but when when you actually figured out that you you had autism, it was it wasn't something that made you sad. You just were willing to take it on as a challenge. Yeah, I mean, I've had some dark days before. Sure. I will lie to you. I mean, as a young kid, I kicked balls, I punched balls, I had aggression issues. I probably have done some damage. I probably should have caused a lot of fights in the family. Yeah. I've probably also, I've been a real smart elk and said some hurtful things mm-hmm. and not mean to. But there's also been some great days. The day I had Kane on, which was yesterday, was a great 30 minutes of my life and a day. The day I started the podcast was a great day. The day I actually, for the first time, and I, you know, 21, I still can learn how to cook well. I finally learned how to cook eggs. That was a great day. Yeah. And, and you know, that's, uh, it's great that you say something like about cooking eggs as something, because I think sometimes we struggle with people with disabilities. We struggle with what is an accomplishment. Because if you were to tell most people, hey guys, I learned how to cook eggs yesterday, most people will look at you like, so who cares? But because you had to go through so many hurdles to get to where you got to, cooking eggs is a real challenge. Like for me, having my own place is a challenge. I got it. You know, having a job, I have it. But like if you tell most people you have those things, everyone will tell you like everyone in their family has those things. So it's not really that important. But it is. You'll you'll get the fantastic clap, as I call it, where you're like. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. And that's when they start to kind of demean you and look down on you like, oh, really? Look at this person. He thinks he's cool because he cooks eggs, really. But for you, that was a real challenge that you had to overcome because especially, you know, and I know we both are very passionate about mental health. Mental health is so crippling at times that there are things that you want to do. Let's say cook eggs. You're like, man, I really want, or for me, like starting the podcast three years ago, I didn't want to do it. I mean, I wanted to do it for a long time, but every time I considered it, I just, my mind would say, don't bother because no one will listen or you couldn't find guests or this and that, this and that. And then one day I just had the confidence and I said, screw it. I don't give a shit. I'm doing it right now. And I did it and I had some, you know, something to combat my mental health with. Like, here you go. See, look, I did this. Um, but that's one hurdle in itself. I'm sure there was days where you're like, well, I'm, I'm never going to be able to learn how to cook eggs. And then you just did it. And you're like, oh, that isn't even that hard. And you, you... No, and here's the deal. If you can cook eggs, you did something good. Now, you probably won't see me doing bacon or pancakes. Maybe, well, maybe pancakes. They don't do that or pre-made matter. But if I'm doing something very complicated, you might not see me do it. But maybe cooking eggs is a... And B, it's a step to intimacy. We want, because that's the goal, right? In life, we want our children in general to move out of the house and live a successful and happy, but also a key word, which is independence in life. Yeah. No. And there's a lot of things that kind of get in the way of our independence, like transportation and. You know, it, it, there's so much that really affects us negatively, and and you know the fact that we stay as strong as we do. Um, okay, it, it's definitely aggravating some days. I'll admit it. Yeah. I don't drive there. I try to drive, and when I got behind the wheel and went on the road, there was too much shit going on. I was done. So, 
I decided since to not get behind a mobile wheel for now. Maybe down the road when I feel a little more mature. Sure. But for now, it's a no. And it, there are days where I'm like, man, if only I could drive and go to my friend's party. So I could literally see them. I didn't have to rely on transportation. But I can't. And I'm not mad at it. It's fresh, it, but I'm frustrated with it. But I'd rather not be able to drive to a friend's house than instead of not having a job and playing video games on my spare time and being productive or being non productive, excuse me. Yeah, no. I mean, again, that's that's kind of the key with us. We have to figure out because so many people tell us what our limitations are, we have to figure it out for ourselves what is an actual limitation. Like for me, and I guess now you as well, driving is kind of a limitation. So we understand that, and then we go from there. But that doesn't mean a lot of things aren't. Like doesn't, everything is very open to interpretation. It's open to figure out if we are really capable of these things. And there's a lot of things that people told me I couldn't do that I now I'm doing uh, or have done in the past. So it, it's it, you just have to continue to challenge yourself and a lot of times you when you just you fuel yourself with any negative content like when now I'm starting to work out more and trying to get into shape because I've always been a, a skinny guy and so I'm just trying to get into shape and I'm just trying to fuel myself with any person who's ever picked on me or, or bullied me or whatever and just you know use that and think about it, lots in life can be replaced so you said we both can't drive okay this public transportation or maybe you don't feel comfortable going to a bar due to the socializing aspect. Okay, there's probably a man cave around here somewhere. Or build one yourself. You know, I go into big grocery stores. Because that's me. And I hate big grocery stores like Walmart. They overwhelm the piss out of me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Small grocery store, Smaller grocery stores. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There is always a substitute to what you're trying to do. Um, is it the most ideal thing sometimes? Sometimes it's, it's not exactly a complete, um, an, an, you know, an entirely different iteration of it, but it, you know, you just got to keep trying. Um, and you just, you know, again, you gotta, you gotta know what your strengths and your weaknesses are. And for you, like maybe big places are just not the greatest place for you to be in. So a smaller place uh, works for you. Yeah. And you got, and you can't be too nitpicky though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've never been a big fan of big crowds. Believe it or not, that's my dad and I, we're definitely, we have a good relationship. I'm not going to degrade him. I respect that man too much. Right. But there's some stuff that we don't have a lot in common with. But one thing that we do have in common with is our music. And the fact is we don't like big crowds. But I want to go see the, and I, this isn't true. I probably don't want to see him at a concert, but this is just an example. But if I want to see Morgan Wall at a concert, you bet your bottom that I'm going to get over that big crowd. Oh, yeah. Here. Sure. If it's something that you really want that badly, you're going to do it. Oh, yeah. You make, you know, it's like a relationship. You make compromises. Maybe you don't want to watch chick flicks. Maybe she doesn't want to watch action movies. Well, you find ways to compromise. You watch one one day, watch one the other day, or you try to find one that has some sort of combination. That's how it works. Yeah. Um. No. Uh, have you had a very supportive family? Oh my gosh, man! The probably the biggest support, the biggest, the biggest support system is my family. I probably would not be here if it wasn't for them. I'm not even trying to commit suicide, 
might not would have been where I am today sure. if it wasn't for them. Because although the beer sucked back in the day, I could go to my family. Yeah. No. And I, I just wanted to know because I think that's key for, for someone – like you, like you have to, I mean, I, I had a good support system. I definitely with my mother and my grandmother early on, you know, when I was nearly dying in the hospital, I, if they weren't visiting me and they weren't around, I don't know if I would have kept fighting. I might've just given up and I might've just died. I don't know that. I can't prove that, but I do believe it. It, it meant something to me at the time and it really did keep me going. Um, and then throughout my life, um, when I was healing and just all the surgeries and everything I had to go through, having anybody, I mean, doing things alone, that's another thing that triggers mental health is just loneliness. Um, having people yeah, in your that's, corner. That's for 15 years and there's probably some PTSD from it, undiagnosed, because there are days where I still think people are out to get me. Oh, really? Okay. Even though I feel a lot more confident to have at least over five friends. Yeah. Well, yeah. And again, you don't have to have anything, you know, this giant, you know, consumption of friends. You just need some people that are just there for you. Some people that understand you and, and push you and care about you because, yeah, there's some people brag about how many friends they have, but how many of them are actually really friends? Um, and I'm not trying to brag about how many friends. I'm just saying no, no, that I know. even though I people on my back, I still live in a past where I think my own grandmother is trying to get me. Wow, okay. Even uh, though she supported me for my whole entire life. Yeah. Well, again, that's how you have to, I mean, I think our heads, it, our heads is a really weird place. It can really uh, play a lot of tricks on you. I mean, I don't know how many times I've... Yeah, I don't know how many times I've manifested certain conditions in my head. Just like, oh no, I think I have this, and then... I start Googling things and, and WebMDing it, and then it's like, oh, my God, I definitely have this. And now it's like I'm in the emergency room, and it's like, no, you don't have that at all. And you're like, God damn it. Like, yeah. Like, you got, you think you got it, but the professionals are telling you no, but you know that you have it. Yeah, but, you, but like, your brain and your body will get together, and, like, it's like they're they're, they're taking bets on how they can make you feel a certain way. It's like, yeah, well, I'll give him hives, uh, and I'll do this and I'll do that and, and we'll give him flu-like symptoms and we'll do this and then he's going to feel like he has this. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, this is 100% I have this. And then no, I don't. I find out by a professional, I definitely don't have this. And it's just like, it, it, it's amazing. It's it's funny yeah. when, you, when, you have, when, you have, when you're in a good headspace and you can laugh about it. But when you're not... Yeah, yeah. Sorry, your phone's cutting out a little bit. Um, doctors are great, but they're stupid half the time. <clears throat> yeah, so I got to find good doctors because, you know, it's key for us. Have good eye. Do- I mean, I have I have good eye doctors, and uh, without them, I wouldn't have vision at all. So, um, yeah. I'm always you know grateful. But I I do bump into a lot of techs and nurses and things that they think they know more than me, but just more than my eyes. And it's like, no, I know me, please. Just follow within the guidelines. Trust me. I, if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it because I've done this a thousand times. I know what's good for me and what's not. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, so how uh, how long have you been doing the podcast? Uh, since October 2019, my friend. 
2019. Okay, so you started a little before me. I started in 2020. Yeah, I started when I was still in school, believe it or not, because I really wanted to further my skills. I didn't know how to. And the way I figured out to further my skills was to start my own podcast. Sure. And, and, and what, are, what are these skills? The skills were using the studio, as mic, editing and recording, all the typical podcast skills. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's definitely right up podcast's alleyway right there. You, kind of a match made in heaven for you to, to, to do a podcast. Um, did you have much direction going in? Um, going into Autism Rock and Roll or into the podcast in general at first? Just like doing your, like, like for me, like my first episode, like when I oh. first, yeah, like when I first started doing the podcast, I had a name in my head. I'm like, boom. I was trying not to overthink things because of my mental health. Oh. Okay, I understand where you're going. Yeah, okay, yeah. that makes more So, when autism rocks, so at first, no, because I went to me and Club and I knew nothing. I was a rookie. And when I got out of media, well, I was still in media club, I had an idea. It was this going to be about my travel, funny enough, but I figured because I do travel here and there, it's one of my hobbies, but I'm not going everywhere. I'm not going somewhere every week. I figured, okay, if five will work, because I'll run out. So I went with something good for humanity. I thought, well, I'm on the spectrum. I can probably talk about what's like me on the autism spectrum. And there we go. It kicked off from there. There you go. Yeah, I think sometimes you just got to kind of trust in your skills and trust in just some things will just fall into place. Your first episode doesn't have to be your best episode. You just you need to start somewhere. And then, oh, yeah, I try to start somewhere. And I figured the best way to start was just literally telling part of my story, not too much, just a general broad of it, and then introduce myself. Like, I like this, I don't like this. Hope you guys get to hear more of me. Have a nice day. Yeah. No, introduce yourself, get yourself out there. And I think for me, I've always, I always try to ingratiate myself with the audience by just being so honest and just say, hey, this is me. Some of these things aren't maybe the most flattering things, but I'm just giving you me in a nutshell because I know there are people out there that are feeling alone, that are going through similar things. And if I can just say something that triggers one person, like, wow, at least he's brave enough to say that. Um, maybe it'll maybe it'll just help somebody. And maybe it's not me. Maybe it's one of the guests say something. But, you know, I'm the starting point since I'm the host. So it's like, here you go. Here's me. Boom, boom, boom. And hopefully you like me. If you don't, you don't. But if you do, you do. And, and like I said, my goal is just to try to help as many people as I can um, to put in some good energy into this world. Because I'm sure you know, just like I do, this, this world's a little cuckoo. So there's a lot of darkness in this world. There is a lot of darkness. I've seen humanity be so evil at points. I'm just blown by it. Yeah. It's very, very um, disheartening and very frustrating at times. And it, it's... We have to try to distract ourselves from it. For the expression, one idiot can ruin it all. That's what I feel like sometimes. Yeah. No. Sometimes it seems so hopeless that you're like, why bother? Why am I doing any of this? Because it's just somebody's going to burn this world to the ground anyway. But you can't because there's a lot of people out here that are, there's a lot of people that have come before us that have sacrificed so much to get us to where we are. And there are people that are sacrificing a lot right now to continue to keep us going forward. And, yeah, um, look at veterans. Say that again? I said look at veterans 
for the crying out loud. Yeah, serving our country out there. Yeah. And because of them possibly blowing their leg off or dying, I'm here doing a podcast right now. <clears throat> yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm even just, like I said, there's so many people that sacrifice. Yeah. But veterans definitely for sure. But there's so many people that sacrifice so much on a daily oh, basis. I met just people in general, like police officers. Yeah. Firefighters. Firefighters. There's a lot of people who have incredible stories, and that's one thing I like about the podcast is sharing stories. I hear a lot of stories from my listeners and from people who have listened and guests even. I One example is I know Judy, one of my guests, went to a Catholic school, but then went to a public school. I know one was behind bars for a while, and one probably during that time span was at a pool trying to get signed for wrestling. So there's a lot of different elements in the story. And that's what I like about the podcast is each person has something different to share. <clears throat> yeah, everybody has a different story. Different. Yeah, no, I, I that's the thing. Like, I, I think I had somebody on that a condition I had already covered. And like, you sure you want to do, I don't know, I think it was spina bifida. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't, just because I had one person on that had it, you, you know, it affects you differently and, and you have different stories, but yeah. And, and everyone lives with things differently. I've had multiple people on with autism and you know, everyone's different. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a rough condition to have, <clears throat> but it I mean, is rough, but it's rough how you do it though, because the guy that inspires me every day because he's in a wheelchair who probably will never walk in his darn life. And he can be bummed about that. But right now, he is smiling, living his best life, and going to an event yeah. and playing golf. If that's not true happiness, I don't know what is. No, that's awesome. And, and that's real, too. It's not just fake happiness. He has, I'm sure he has his, his sad and angry days, but he really is, he really has found a place to find some happiness and dig deep. And Like I said, I have dark days, too, man, but... I'm not living in complete depression. No. And, but that, I think that's the best part is to be transparent and actually say here, like I do have this. I don't want you to think that this is all, you know, sunshine and rainbows having a disability. Cause it's not, but yeah, cause I mean, I know not all the day cause I've gotten a little better now, but today was today. Part of the day was not good because when I'm the event. Clearly I completely had anxiety attack about, no one's going to show up. This event was a bad idea. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I, I had knots in my stomach. I thought I was going to throw up. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And those little inner, inner monologues that you end up having with yourself. And sometimes you psych yourself out so much that you put yourself in a panic attack. Yeah. And hmm. it, it sucks, but it's something I can't help. No. I feel, I feel, I, you know, I feel you on that. What are, what are some of the things you do when you get into that kind of, like, when you get into negative headspaces? Well, I mean, there's some stuff. I mean, there's some ways I can't help it where I'll probably say, all right, I'll do what I need to do, but what I like to do is not talk about it unless I have to. So we're, we're getting ready for our event for tomorrow. And honestly, I'm doing what I need to do, like getting ready. But when I am done... I still don't want to hear that word Summerfest. Because the minute you say Summerfest, it's going to be, oh, shoot, oh, shoot, oh, shoot, all over again. Yeah. 
Um, no, I mean, it, I'm sure it'll be fine for you. You seem to kind of know oh, what I'm, you're I'm, Oh, man. This has been a three-month process, and I'm just hoping it's just not going to the dump. Is it an event that you're, like, presenting at? Not for, it's more of a party, summer party. Oh, okay. And summer concert with some stuff. So I'm hoping the music will bring people. But still, it's just that fear of no one coming. And all you literally is tumbleweed. Yeah. Are you, is this a, is it, this is an event that people have to come to, right? It's not an online event? Yeah, it's an in-person event. Okay. Well, you keep me up. Keep me posted. I hope I hope everything works out, my friend. Um, I'm hoping so too. I am, I am on pins and needles, walking on eggshells. You think of the expression? I'm probably doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. you but you're, you're, you've made it through all this. Even if worst case scenario, no one shows up. You've still been through worse. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying you've been through it. So. Um, yeah, don't take me. No, no I know. I'm just saying you can withstand I, it because you've been through so much more. I I appreciate it, and I I'm thankful that you care enough. I'll put it that way. But because of that past, it it doesn't change anything. But I do appreciate the fact that you care. No, I know. I got you, brother. I, I feel you, and I, I completely understand. Trust me. I, I've I've been in that circumstances before. And no matter how many people give me love, I'm still sitting on the edge of my seat going, I know, I know, but that's not how I feel. Um, but I do appreciate it. And then when it's all over with, that's when I can go, thank you, everybody. I really did thank you. You really helped get me through because it is a distraction. Right. I'm open that too. At the concert, I get to thank people. And just because this is because we, we do events and we always have a gala, like a dinner with a speaker. That's the board's idea. They all agree to that. Believe it or not, though, I had help, but the event itself was my idea, and a lot of the people were my idea. The cornhole, my idea. Scavenger hunt, my idea. So when it's your idea, it's gonna. If it takes worst case scenario, I might take a little more personal because I came up with all of this. Yeah. Well, see, that's that's the sacrifice, but like you look at it from both sides of it. It's like like for me, like how I look at the podcast. Um, all results are all on me. All the downfalls are all on me. But like again, so like I, the one the great thing about it is when when the numbers go up and I great get great guests and all that, I can't sit there and say, well, my mom did that or my friends helped me with that. Or I I can't even fight myself to to say, oh, like to do something negative about it because it was all me. So obviously, if this event works out, you can do nothing but pat yourself on the back because this was all you. Now, obviously, if it's a failure, sure, that's the other side of it. But you know, like at the same time, any positives, that's all you. You did it, so you should be. And even regardless, you still set up this event. That should be enough to be just to be proud of yourself. And if it works, we're just gonna keep. We're just gonna continue it because hey, it worked the first time. Why not go a second round? Yeah, no, you got this, man. Don't you worry. You. You give me an update tomorrow how it all went. Um, and worst yeah. case, if, if, I, if things don't work out, call me. I'm here for you. I appreciate it. And we're, we're doing a motorcycle poker run, too. So I know bikers love motorcycle. Uh, I know bikers love motorcycles. But I know bikers will probably be interested because they have a motorcycle and they might want to ride that day since for Indiana, at least, it's supposed to be sunny. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Um, you want to tell people where they can find you and obviously what your name of your podcast is and all that? Yeah. Sure, of course. Autism Rock and Roll. You can find me on your favorite media platform, Google, Podbean, YouTube. If you think I'm there, I'm probably there. And just Google search me because something will pop up. You don't want to do Sam Mitchell, though, because they haven't recognized that yet because there's a lot of Sam Mitchells in the world, apparently. Sure. But if you autism, rock and roll, something will pop up, whether that be an episode or a story with the press. Okay. Awesome. Um, I, I thank you, buddy, for, for coming on. You're a good dude. Um, I'm, I appreciate it. Not a problem. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy to get to know you. And again, you now have a friend. If you ever need someone to talk to, I'm around. Um, yeah, I got your number too. So yeah. hey, even better. Exactly. And then when you do have some open space, I will definitely come on your show and support you. So you just you let me know when, and I'm there. All right, buddy. All right, brother. You uh, like I said, text me tomorrow. Let me know how your event goes. I will definitely give you a text. Um, and again, thank you for letting me on. And, and listeners, thank you for tuning in. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, buddy. And uh, like I said, we'll talk soon. All right. All right. Bye bye. All right, brother. Bye. All right, guys, what an enthusiastic young lad. I like him. He was good. Um, I had to keep myself from laughing because Sir Boletto, let me see if he wants to talk. Would you like to talk to the fans? You want to purr? Hmm? You don't want to purr? You just want to breathe into the mic? You're silly boys. I wish you could see his face. No. It's a kind of a purr there. Anywho, he was sitting here licking his crotch. His leg was just basically like hanging on my, my thigh here. I was like, what's up? This is what I do now. It's like, Jesus, man. Um, it is so cute, though, every time I get up to do a podcast. Like every time I have the board on and the mic is in my face and I'm about to make the call, he just pops up, jumps on the couch, and just curls up next to me and is like, all right, this is what we're doing now. This is like, this is his contribution. Just be cute. I do love it. Anywho, um, I really do like Sam. He's a really sweet kid, and I'm, I'm happy to, to know him. And, and like I said, it just, it's such a positive feeling to just to hear these guys out here and, and gals that are just doing so much. Um, and again, I'm, I'm so big on just taking your pain and turning it into something positive, and that's, that's what these, that's what these uh, people are doing, and that's what he's doing. So thank you for being with me. Um, quick update, still working out, still trying to get into shape. Um, tiny results, but got to keep pushing myself. I'm just trying to find a balance and a medium of um, working out a lot and burning these calories, but eating a lot as well to try to keep up with it because I don't want to lose weight. I want to gain weight, um, but more muscle than anything, but it's so hard to do that um, and eat correctly it, it's it's a real challenge and i'm trying to figure it out i hope i i hit something i'm starting to take creatine which I, I guess takes like two to four weeks to kick in um so we'll see but you know i'm about a week in on that <clears throat> taking certain supplements like a b complex and a multivitamin and of course my vitamin d um just taking protein shakes and things it it, it just sucks <laughs> let's be real but um but I'm getting, I think I'm getting somewhere. I believe so. So wish me luck, guys. Um, yeah, but I'm going to get out of here. I'm just going to uh, relax today. Tomorrow's a family reunion. Um, 
yeah, I, I just I'm gonna relax. Um, and I just wanted to say rest in peace to my uncle Paul. I know this is a little later, but um, I'm just wanted to say that to him because he was a great guy. I love you, buddy, and uh, I'll see you guys next week. All right, guys, bye. Thank you.